to merch money. And I'm chaos. <laughs> I got my two nieces here for just a minute. Can anyone hear me now? Yes, no, I can hear you. We just went live <laughs> And we got two nieces, um, but they're getting help with Next, wearing clothes. All right, you gonna go say hi, Don? Oh my God, she's gonna fall. All right, all right, you gonna say bye to everybody? Oh, you're gonna stay? All right, you gotta be really good if you're gonna stay. Okay, here you go. Just sit right here. You can sit down. All right. Hi, guys. So we got Flav on today. And um, I got two of my nieces here, and they're very excited about the YouTube channel. <laughs> Brianna has a YouTube channel. So, aw. <laughs> and she was sad that Brianna's not on the show anymore because that was her favorite because her name's Brianna, too. <laughs> Um, but anyway, we're really happy to have Flav on. Um, can you hear us okay, Flav? I think we're having a little bit of tech. We're having a little bit of technical difficulties today. I don't think Flav can hear us right now. But just while we're getting started, um, Christina, do you want to just catch us up on anything exciting that happened to you this week or, or talk about the meetup? Yeah, um, maybe a little both. So yeah, um, so I'm still doing the uh, KDP 21 day challenge. Um, but this past week, I've had some challenges <laughs> um, aside from the challenge. So uh, my internet at home has been in and out all week. So I haven't uh, had the speed enough to be able to watch any of the videos. Um, so now I am up at my little lake cottage here and uh, catching up on all of the week's videos. And um, I haven't been able to upload anything this, this past week or anything. So it's been, been a little bit frustrating for me, but, um, but I'm up here now and I've got some really high speed internet. So I'm excited to uh, get some stuff done before I hit the road on Thursday to awesome. uh, head down to Raleigh. So, so excited to, uh, meet up with Jason and Tara. Is it Tara or Tara? Oh, good point. I always say Tara, but I could be saying it wrong. I'm not sure. It's probably Tara, but my <laughs> I have I, my husband has a cousin named Tara and it's spelled exactly the same. Yeah. So. It probably depends on what part of the country you're from because I had a friend named Mara, but then it's pronounced Mara in New Jersey and I'm probably saying it wrong, but it was uh, a different pronunciation for the same name. <laughs> Okay. Okay. That's okay. He'll come back. He'll come back. Yeah. So, but everything's going well. Uh, merch is still, um, my merch uh, business seems to be picking up. So I don't know if I'm starting to see like some back to school stuff or I really don't know, but um, it's been really steady. So good. really exciting. Good. I'm so excited for merch just in general. I know nobody knows that, but <laughs> no, it's, uh, I just feel like there's so, oh, Brianna's saying, I know that. I know. She's Brianna's one of our biggest fans. She watches the show every week. Don't show me You're being so silly. Oh my God. She's wearing um, overalls and deciding to play with the overalls. Anyway, um, she watches every week and has her own YouTube channel. And I've made shirts for her. So she has her own BB Rose merch. 
that she wears for her channel. Nice. <laughs> We're gonna have to check out her channel. I know, I know. We'll have to we'll have to link it or something. Um, she's wearing her Charlotte's Web shirt. She's was the lead in the Charlotte's Web play over the summer. Um so I'm excited about the meetup too. So you're going down on Thursday. I'm going down on Saturday and we can't wait to meet anyone who, who wants to come. Um, it's going to be in Raleigh, North Carolina, Raleigh. I don't, I always say it wrong. Raleigh, North Carolina. Yeah. Okay. I think. Same thing. Oh, I hear you Flav. You're back. Is it, is it okay? The sound It's quality? perfect now. I can hear you perfectly. It's better than nothing, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> We're going to have to do sign language the whole time. So nice. That'll be tough. <laughs> well, we're so excited to have you back on this show. Like, there's not many people that we've had on twice, and we're, uh, we on. could have you on like three or four times. You have so much to teach us. So, <laughs> well, th thanks for having me. That, that's awesome. It's always nice talking shop, and especially with uh, you ladies who are doing this every week and, you know, providing such value for an awesome community. So it's, it's awesome. No. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Speaking of, of providing content, you have a new new uh, podcast, right? Yeah. So I teamed up with Scott uh, because him and I, for the past about a year or so, we actually, when I was living in Tampa, we actually met up in person. Um, and as you know, it's always a lot better. Like you guys were just talking about, about the meetup. Um, it's always a lot better of a friendship you build and networking once you've met yes. somebody in person. So we met uh, actually myself, Scott, and also Ted Corey, who's pretty uh, big in the community as well. And since that time, we've just kind of stayed in touch. We, so we talk shop all the time. We talk about Etsy. We talk about everything. And one day we were like, why don't we just podcast? Yeah, we're already talking anyway, so let's just record it. You know, and, You're like, I already taught yeah. Helen how to do a podcast. Maybe I should do a podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we're like, let's do it. And uh, so, yeah, so we've been doing it. And, you know, so far so good. It's it's fun. We just get together, talk, hit record, and see what happens. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, I definitely have to link that. I don't know if I did. It was a little uh, discombobulated today with my nieces being here, but um, I'll add the link if I forgot to put it. I know yeah. I put your KDP link, um, so we'll talk about that later, but okay. uh, let's say hi to some people in the chat. We've got Teresa, we've got Amber, we got Joe. Thank you guys all. Um, Niveh Designs, who else we got? Sue Guzman. Thank you guys all for being here. Um, and definitely, if you guys have questions for Flav, put them in the comments because there's so much, so many directions we could go. So we really, <laughs> we really can just ask him sure. anything you guys have questions about. Because I'll ask my questions to Flav anytime. <laughs> so we we got to cover what you guys are interested. Um, the other day, I posted about how I have my second business account. Um, I'll ask my questions to Flav do you guys hear that echo? Nope, I did for a second. And then okay, I went away. Um, that, that was my fault. I, I got a uh, another business account, so we so I posted about that in the group, and there was all these questions people want to know about that. And then turns out, of course, <laughs> Flav's already been doing it. I had no idea. Um, so we were excited <laughs> to learn more about that. Um, people talked about B two B merch, like what was it, like a year and a half, two years ago, like quite a yeah, while it's, ago. It's all the rage. Um, Mike yeah. Wall was like making this the rounds on everybody's channels talking about it. I don't even think we had merch money yet. Um, and then I haven't heard a lot of people talk about it since that. So that's true. Um, yeah. So tell us a little bit about your experience with 
uh, sure. with working with businesses. Yeah, I think, um, yeah, Mike definitely broke broke that wide open. I think, you know, Millionaire Mike, I think he was called. And yeah. It was called. And, you know, just he put his numbers out there. And I think everyone was like, you know, this is fantastic. You know, I definitely want to do it. But I think we have to keep some things in mind that Mike had a business that involves him going, you know, window cleaning business where he's already face to face with many clients and already has a big client base of businesses. Now, that just means he has an advantage. It doesn't mean that we can't do it. Um, it just means that we have to understand that in today's world, we have to pass traffic to there. You know, we have to build either a website or a Facebook page or outreach, you know, one mm -hmm. way or the other, because no one is just going to fall on your lap and say, you know, Christina, definitely make me some shirts for my business. You know, it's, except that happened to me twice. I was going to say, you know, <laughs> it's funny you say that because my experience <laughs> with local merch is I have not done it tons. Um, you know, so I'm not a total expert at it, but um, the business I've gotten has kind of come my way, but also for me kind of put it out there first. I mentioned yeah. to you, Helen, about my kids playing sports. Uh -huh. So that's initially how a lot of people know that I do it. So when we have, so it started about a year and a half, almost two years ago, for my kids' hockey team, I put it out there and said, listen, I can do shirts on Amazon. And so I had like our team logo on there, their names on the back. So basically a Jersey t-shirt, like a lot of, you know, NFL players uh -huh. and things. And everyone went crazy. Everyone bought them and it helped me like tear up at the time. And, you know, everyone just bought it and went nuts. But now the nice thing is that all the parents know that. So the next time they do have a need, they'll say, hey, I remember you did the shirts for the kid's hockey team. I need to get this or that. Yeah. Uh, in fact, today, I actually, it's so funny how things happen because I hadn't had a local merch uh, customer and, and probably in the last two months or so. So it's been a little quiet on that front other than the ones that I already have that I'm serving. Uh -huh. um, but today, uh, this afternoon, I actually had somebody reach out to me from Tampa, from that hockey team where I started doing this. And oh he's a really big radio show personality. He's one of the top on-air DJs in the country, actually. What? And um, so he told me he wants to get some merch going on his website. And I've already done that for him before at Christmas time and it like lit up the skies, you know, he has a big fan base. So we're going to be doing that again. And, you know, once I do all that, I'll have no problem sharing it to the group too, the finished product. Wow. Yeah. But yeah, it's pretty cool. That's amazing. It's funny. Like literally on we my brought you, we brought I, you I good luck. You, st yeah. you started thinking business and then it just yeah. came to you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty cool. So, um, so I guess it, what I would say is, you know, build a Facebook page if that's where your audience is, uh, drive traffic to it. And when I couldn't comment in the group, that's what I was telling Helen. I was like, you know, hey, tell people, just build a quick landing page, you know, and drive traffic to it. It doesn't have to be a full-blown website um, that you do. You know, I did have a website that I did right around the time Mike, you know, kind of uh, made everybody kind of get into this. Um, but honestly, I just, I just drive it more to a landing page as well as my marketing website, my freelancing website. Um, but again, I, we can put the link there as well if you want and have anyone check it out, but it's pretty basic, but it's, it, it does a trick. Yeah, that'd be great. I think, yeah. I think a lot of people would love to check that out. I saw a post in one group where someone was asking, okay, what, what would I even put on a landing page like that? So yeah, yeah. that would be great. Yeah, I, and I, th I think the key thing is to keep it simple for people. Like, don't mention anything about uh, merch by Amazon or anything like that. They don't need to know that. All they need to know is that you have the ability to do shirts through Amazon in a partnership with them. And, you know, and, and 
they have Prime and all that at their disposal, you know. But I think I've seen some people make the mistake on websites where they, you know, talk about merch by Amazon. You know, why would you release your source? I mean, it means they can go there and maybe sign up for the account and do it themselves, you know, even though people don't want to do that. But, you know, I'm just saying, just, you know, make it simple for them. And, and I think that's what my page does. Uh, it makes it very simple. I'm just trying to pull it up now. Yeah, that's great. I know the I've done local merch for two places. Um, they were both very different, though. One was um, like a, an actual local company. It was just a um, a local boutique, actually. I um, mm -hmm. wore one of my um, designs that I thought would appeal to some of the local like downtown businesses, and right. I wore it to a downtown festival. And um, so a lot of those business owners were out at the festival, commented on my shirt, and said, "Oh, we're nice. gonna get that." And so it sparked a lot of conversation. I'm like, "Oh, I can make these for you. You can order them. You know, you can order as little or as many as you want." And um, so that's developed a pretty good partnership. Um, a lot of those smaller boutique type shops, you know, they they want different inventory, but they don't want to order a hundred of one shirt in case it doesn't yeah. sell. So absolutely, yeah. And then the other one was um, actually as a result of um, I went to a true crime convention. I'm a bit of a true crime podcast junkie and um there were like probably about a hundred different hosts from podcasts there that do true crime podcasts okay and so you got to meet each of the hosts and talk to them and things like that and um i just kind of shared what i do and said hey you know if you're ever looking for merch for your podcast i know that you probably don't have any time to focus on that your passion is the podcast you know let me do some some merch for you so that's awesome yeah that and that's a great idea exactly so finding anyone that's going to want to advertise their business and it doesn't have to be a local business could be podcasters could yeah. be anything that's national and these days with the internet it doesn't have to be somebody that you can knock on their door but yeah that, that's awesome yeah hi lance I, hear, I see lance in the comments now he uh says that he's glad you're out of facebook jail <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's great to be on a different platform where I'm not in trouble. So, and and the thing is, I, I don't know why I'm in trouble. You know, that's the thing. We, we just, had Bob rejoin the Facebook group so that he could comment. <laughs> yeah, like if anyone knows me, I'm so anti-spam. So it's like I didn't post anything I shouldn't have, and it's like I I don't know why. The only thing I can think of is that I have a monstrous amount of content going out every day to pages and groups for clients as well as my pages so maybe some sort of buzzer went off of like hey this guy has so much content going out i don't know um but that's all i can think of but otherwise there's nothing else out there <laughs> yeah. Who knows? But... yeah so yeah so that's the main things i would say is if somebody wants to start local merch you know besides getting your name out there telling everyone what you do like any other business um, you know, create a simple landing page. I personally use lead pages. There are a lot of other programs out there you can use, uh, but, you know, just create a simple page. It could be on WordPress, just utilizing a one page, um, you know, uh, website where you basically oh. put it on there and just drive some traffic to it, see what happens and, and get Let's some- Let's talk about from the very beginning, like what exactly are we trying to do for these businesses? So are we trying to do shirts for their employees? Are we trying to do shirts for their customers? Are we trying to do promotions? Like what, um, for people who have no idea, even like the concept of what we would be doing to help these businesses, what are your thoughts on like what we can yeah. offer businesses? 
Yeah, the majority of mine have been more for awareness and promotion. Like they want their employees to wear their shirts around town and things like that. Um, the other thing too, and this is a good idea that you guys can walk out with. Uh, for a little while, a few years ago, I was working at a third-party logistics company out in Tampa, and they were they did something very genius. And at the time, I wasn't even doing merch, uh, but now I utilize that to my advantage. And that is that they had this thing where. It was a big office. It was like a call center type thing, right? You had a lot of reps in there. Mm -hmm. And they did something where like, you have to kind of dress semi, you know, professional. However, if you dress down with one of their cool merch shirts, they had like, oh. their, they had their, like their logo on the front and on the back, it always had like a funny saying, you know, something that dealt with their business. If you wore that, feel free to wear a t-shirt to work. So, nice. so yeah, so that was huge for them. So they had all their employees buying all these shirts. I mean, I couldn't get enough of them. I'm like, heck yeah, I'll get a t-shirt instead of having to dress up to work. Um, you know, so that's a very good idea to tell people because now I was a billboard for their business. You know, in the morning, here I am stopping at the gas station for gas and I got this cool saying on my back and everyone on the front says, what company is that? Oh, that's pretty cool. You know, so they got a lot of exposure in Tampa just because of having, um, you know, those types of shirts, um, you know, which I, I thought was very smart. The name of the company is Integrity Express Logistics. They might even have some on their um, huh. on their website. But yeah, that, that you can so you can tell a company that if they have a big center that has a lot of people that are that are commuting there, tell them that say, look, if you get some sort of program, even if it's at least just on Fridays, you can dress down with our merch. That's free advertising for them when they go out to lunch on their way in and all that good stuff. Um, so the majority of mine have been for that. And then uh, some others have been like for charity, like the guy that um, called me today, he has a charity he just started recently. And so he wants to sell a bunch of um, shirts about his show and all proceeds are gonna go to his charity. So in his case, it's a little bit different. Awesome. Yeah, there's so many ways you could do it. For me, it was because of the show. So it was somebody from FBA that I had met one time at a conference years ago. Yep. Um, and he referred one of his friends that was a business owner. Um, I don't know if he gave the business owner the idea of doing shirts or what. Like he just was like, oh, I think you should do shirts for this guy. So I did. And he has like this loyal like all of his customers just like absolutely love his company and mm -hmm. they they just buy the shirts i don't i don't know if he's reselling them to make more or what like i just give him the link and that's it like i don't know if he's buying them or the customers are buying them but um they he, he just likes it so much and then he ended up referring one of his friends that owns a business so now I, I did shirts for them too so and pop sockets they buy pop sockets all the time like with the yeah. uh, company's logo on it so yes. yeah so that that's really my only experience i've never even like really tried or like a told anybody about it it was basically they came to me saying can you please make shirts for me <laughs> yeah, so, yeah so that's awesome but yeah there's a variety of reasons that you can end up with the shirts for so yeah it's all about just talking to them having conversations knowing some of the businesses around where you live and just putting it out there and you know if you don't ask the answer is always going to be no so definitely put it out there um and you're doing them a favor you're giving them a a, a you know free ticket to ride to amazon to you know to be able to have their customers utilize in fact the conversation i had today with the guy that contacted me was you know we have two ways we can do this people can check out on your website and i'll get you a provider and i was thinking like a printful or t-launch mm -hmm. and they'll check out on your website via woocommerce and you know you'll get the money and then the difference will be you know our money to play with 
Um, or you can have them go directly to Amazon. And he liked that idea of having them go direct. He's like, yeah. oh, you mean, he's like, they get two day prime and I don't have to worry yeah. about all that. I'm like, absolutely get rid of them. You oh, know? I love and, and it. it. Yeah. And they love it's the great. return policy too. Like uh, this guy, like somehow a shirt didn't print right, which is like unusual. <laughs> like all the other ones came out fine, but yeah. one of his customers said it didn't print right. And I was able to just explain how they could just take it to a Kohl's and return it. And it showed them the process and everything. It was like super easy. So yeah. And, and then one last thing that I will mention there is you can do uh, one of two things. You can do, Helen actually mentioned this, that if you have Merch Wizard, which you're out of your mind if you don't and you're doing merch. But if you have Merch Wizard, you can do the create store thing, which is pretty uh, nice to do. Um, and the other thing you can do is if you already have a domain, so like my actual uh, local merch domain is merchdigital.com. So what I can do is if I'm doing it for, um, I don't know, ABC company, I would do merchdigital.com slash ABC company, like a nice link for them. So that way they can easily tell their employees where to go to get those shirts. Or in that case, I can link it directly to that merch store that we create instead of the ugly little link that it does. Oh my you gosh, so, you're so yeah. smart. You take it to another level. I just give them the ugly little link and I'm like, here you go. And I'm yeah. all proud of myself that it's all together. And I never yeah. would have known how to do that without merch. I mean, the ugly, ugly link is better than nothing, you know? But, yeah, but yeah ugly link all day. But that would be perfect. I love that idea. So it yeah. has your company name, but then slash their company name. It's perfect. Yeah, so that's what I typically do for the companies I work with. So I, they, they know the domain is merchdigital.com slash their company name. And then it's very easy to give to their employees. So you own merchdigital.com? Yes. That's amazing. How did you get that? So I don't know. What did I not I feel like that's like do? something that Chris Green would have bought. So, <laughs> he bought merchmoney.com. I know. So um, he didn't think no. about merch digital, I guess. No, I, uh, yeah, that's the one that I mainly use. And then also that other one that I shared before is my main marketing freelancing page. So that one I, I'm able to cross sell a lot because clients are already on that website. So they check it out. But if, but if I'm driving traffic to it, Helen, then yeah, this merch digital one is the one it goes to normally. What a great URL or great name. So yeah. easy to remember. Yeah. So yeah, so those are definitely some tips that I would recommend. Push traffic to some simple, you know, page and the idea is to just collect names and emails and phone numbers. Perfect. So well, what do you guys have questions about the business uh stuff or should we go into KDP now? <laughs> There's so much with business. I definitely suggest uh searching on YouTube for Mike Gual. It's G-U-A-L. Um it, he went into all kinds of different ways, um, like for pizza places and things like that. They could run a promotion where if customers yeah. come in wearing the shirt, they get like 10% off their pizza or 20% off their pizza or whatever it was. So you can run things like that, where it's like a promotional type thing. Um, and then that's promotion for the business because the customer's wearing that shirt around town. Um, yeah, he takes it to a whole other level. So if yeah. somebody really wants to attain and attract customers and everything and, and how to do that part or strategies, Mike is definitely your guy for that. Um, yeah. If you want ideas once you get that customer and kind of doing these domains and websites and all that, then I, I probably am the best to, to help you with that. But as far as getting customers, like I said, I, I do it, but not you know actively to, yeah. you know, to get a lot of customers. If you come from a sales background, this is like, perfect for you which i kind of do come from a sales background so i'm thinking like i really need to learn this because um i called people all day long for mortgages so um we'll see yep. but, but yeah if you can uh talk to 
business owners, they don't want to deal with trying to make a shirt themselves. So it's just so much easier for their customers right. and for them and for their employees. They don't have to keep, keep like shirts in the back closet somewhere of all different sizes. They can just yep. have every time they have a new hire, they can just give them the link and Absolutely. get it right on, get exactly the size they need. Exactly. Yep. So, all right. Well, perfect. Well, guys, if you have questions, feel free to comment on the video. Feel free to message me if you're watching this later. Message Flav, any of us. Um, we'll be glad to help you. Um, oh, one, we'll last thing, one last thing before we move on on that. I'm yeah. sorry. I actually I made a note here. But if you don't want to get a website and all that good stuff, many people may not know this. Printful integrates with Gumroad. So with Gumroad, it's not just to sell KDP interior, surprisingly enough, you can actually put shirts on, on there and mugs and things like that. So you can actually put products on there and, and then give that link to people and then that's their store. So you can actually do that as well. Interesting. Yeah. I have never thought of that in my life. I'm trying to think what the benefit would be to Gumroad rather than like Shopify or something. What's well, in, in, in case someone just doesn't want to pay the money for Shopify for you know the 30 so bucks. So it's free, free on Gumroad? Yeah, ex minus the fees that they'll take for it. But if you, or if you don't want to deal with the WordPress, if you're not a techie and you don't want to pay for that hosting as well, you can just sign up for a free Gumroad account, link it with your Printful, and then just as long as you know you'll pay fees, but no different than being on Etsy or something like that. Interesting. I did not know that yeah. at all. That and, same, and then same thing. You can design it with their colors and all that and make it more like toward, kind of like the company. Cool. So... Would they have to, I'm trying to remember how Gumroad works. Could you have your own website name or it says Gumroad and then the? Um, it'll say Gumroad, but again, if you buy a domain, uh, let's uh -huh. say you want something clever like Merch Digital, you can just buy that domain and then just redirect it to the ugly Gumroad link and do it that way. Okay. Yeah. Cool, that yeah. is really neat idea. See, look at you dropping nuggets everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> cool. I'm trying to. Now, David did have a question. He asked how you're driving traffic to that that site that you shared with us, or if you're driving traffic. Yeah, at the present moment, I'm not. But in the past, uh, I have used uh, Facebook ads and um, Google ads. And actually, when I did a, a test at that time, the, my Google ads actually did better. Um, I was able to get a better return uh, with those. And probably because you know somebody's already searching that, their intent is there, kind of like Amazon intent. Um, so I did get better success there, but with Facebook, it wasn't too bad as well because I niched down to an exact kind of company, um, and, and then tailored that copy to that as well for the merch. Okay. Wow. Have you made like business cards or flyers or anything like to pass out places or no? No, no, strictly online. But, but if, if somebody's going to take the local approach, that's absolutely the, the great way to go. Cool. Yeah, I think he went like to explain like how much money it would save because I think a lot of those places do flyers in the mail and things like that. And he he would break yeah. it down and explain how much they would save by doing t-shirts instead. <laughs> or yeah. like, I don't know. I have to go back and refresh my memory on all those videos, but <laughs> I'm glad we're bringing it back because this is a whole untapped area that none of us really took off with. Other, I mean, a few people did, but not yeah. Not to the extent that Mike did. So, yeah, and yeah. it's a great way if someone is, you know, if they're willing to put themselves out out there like that, it's a great thing to do, especially in the lower tiers. Um, I've heard of other people doing that and trying helping themselves like get out of those tiers, basically. Yeah, like it helps a lot. A sale, yeah. you know, of ten shirts or twenty five shirts or yeah, whatever. definitely. 
And apparently, like a lot of, not a lot maybe, but some industries are all close knit, kind of like how merch is, where we kind of know everyone in the community that does merch. Um, this particular business, they know the other businesses that do it. So he actually referred me one of his competitors who had seen their shirts. Oh, nice. Yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, you're so nice. You guys all work together. And they're like, oh yeah, we always share ideas. <laughs> Perfect. Like, okay. So, um, my brother, Nathan, he's saying, I can imagine that 99.9% .9 of merchers don't approach businesses like that. Definitely an interesting idea. Yeah, I mean, it's unlimited what you can do with merch. I mean, we haven't even probably thought of a million different things you could do. This was just one guy who was really good with approaching businesses. He kind of brought the idea back to us and explained how to do it. Um, but yeah. there's, I mean, it's unlimited. Mortgage companies, I mean, all kinds of companies, um, real estate agents, like who knows, all kinds of stuff. Yeah, even kids' yeah. birthday parties and things like mm -hmm. that. If, you know, if the parents want like customized shirts for all the kids or, you know, anything. So, absolutely. Perfect. Yep. Well, we already have used up half the time. We have so much more to talk to you about, Flav. So, um, you pick, what do you want to talk about next, social media or KDP? Uh, let's start with social media and then end okay, with KDP perfect. if you want, because I, I, I have some notes on that. And then KDP will probably be more questions and whatnot. Okay. Um, so with Facebook, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if there's any questions up front that you have, Helen, or others. But well, I, know uh, I guess to, just to give a background to everybody, Flav has many pages he runs, many different Facebook groups and different things online and it keeps it all very organized. Um, like with me, I'll go like a week where I'm posting a lot and then I'll go a week where I'm not. And then I'll like be, I'm sporadic. He's not sporadic. Like he's very organized every day. You can count on a certain amount of posts from Flav and they're all good and interesting and related to what he's talking about. So um, you definitely are organized and structured and have it down pat. So yeah, so I yeah, I appreciate that. I try. Sometimes I do miss with certain brands, but uh, but yeah, with, with Facebook, um, with, with social media in general, I always tell people to first know where your audience is. I know that's very cliche, um, but it couldn't be any more important these days, you know. And, and I think I shared an infographic, I think in Merch Money recently, that showed that like which pieces of uh, information are best on which platform and you know which ones do best and all that. I think it was right after Hannah was on recently with yeah, all her yeah, great yeah. social media info as well. And you know that's what got me thinking of it. But um, you know, I, I say that and I always use the example of like if I was targeting, if I was trying to build a brand and I was targeting like 20 something year old girls that are like, you know, look good and they're into fitness and they like yoga pants and all that Instagram type stuff, that's where I should go. If I target them on Facebook, it's Facebook is aging a little bit more, you know, they're there, but they're not really there for that purpose, you know, so they're not there to, you know, kind of consume that kind of information there. They're there to maybe keep up with some of their family and things like that. Whereas on Instagram, they're, you know, game on. That's kind of what they're doing over there is checking those things out. Um, if you have a brand like mine is where the old, the audience is more like about 35 to 60, then Facebook is where I need to be. That's where those people are. Uh, and also very non-techie type, um, you know, crowd. So that means I'm not going to be on Twitter. I'm not even going to bother setting up a Twitter. Um, you know, just because I already know that. And the way you can know that, the first step you want to take, I've mentioned this before, is you want to go to your Facebook and go to Audience Insights. So go to your business manager, business.facebook.com, and at the top left, 
you're going to click the little three lines and do um, audience insights. And it's pretty insane awesome, the, the amount of information and targeting you can find out. So you start entering information, Facebook will tell you. So for instance, if I put down something like, I don't know, yoga pants as an interest, it'll tell me which demographics like that. And it'll also tell me which pages do they like. Now I can use that information and target that for ads. So it's like, it's a no brainer. So, you know, if I was using that example, they, I might find that three and a half million people like some sort of yoga pants brand that I've never heard of because I clearly don't wear yoga pants. Mm -hmm. And so, but now I can target them when I do my ads and I would have never thought of that before. So yeah. if, that, if that makes sense. So that's the first yeah, step. It, it's you know? so interesting how, because I, I dove into that at the beginning of the year when I was uh, building a brand. And it's like, it's so interesting. They might all watch like a certain TV show or be in a certain like, uh, it's interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. so that's definitely the first step. Make sure they're on Facebook, assuming that they are, then move forward with your Facebook page being very targeted and niche down to, you know, really attract them, you know, a nice cover photo, uh, professionally done. You can get them on Fiverr, inexpensive. And yes, there are good designers on there. Um, you know, you can pay 20 bucks, get a very nice professionally done, unless you can do it yourself via Canva or somewhere else, then do that. But have a very good cover photo, very good call to action, everything else. And assuming you have all that, then you're ready to rock with uh, with content, with ads and, and things like that. But but yeah, to your point, Helen, I, I never miss. On my big merch brand, I post five times per day. And for the last year, maybe one time I misfired and did not post something. But like clockwork, five times a day, I have content coming out. Um, the community knows that the, you know, 75 top fans on that page, they expect it, um, you know, and they, they, they love it. So I, I just keep put, pumping out that content, but you have to do that. Yeah. Otherwise, you know, Facebook likes content. So the more engagement you get, you know, the, the, the reach is there, you know, my reach last week alone is almost 2 million uh, people reach um, that wow. I've had on my page of about 16,000 followers. All right, so, Christina, we gotta start doing this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm like, just whatever's on my mind. I'm like, oh, let me post this today. <laughs> well, no, I already well, I already told you the secret, Helen. Uh, the um, social champ. That's that's the. Uh, I know. I, mean, I know. For we me, tried. anyway, I like I like that program. It's for me, but that you can use anything out there. Christina yeah. didn't uh, prefer that one, so we're we're using Loomly, but uh -huh. I'm using the word using lately because I have like. I don't know if I've ever posted from it yet, <laughs> maybe once. So, yeah. um, oh, sorry. We have it set up. Um, mm -hmm. We just, every time I think to start to do it, I've been tr like traveling this whole summer. I've like barely been home. It's been like yeah. just meetups and then just we went on it's vacation. Hard. And it's it's hard, yeah. You, you have to batch it. And for me, that's what yeah. I do is on, on the weekend, I typically will sit down for a little bit and I batch the whole week with yeah. content. And then that way during the week, whether I'm, at my regular job or I'm, you know, out doing something or sleeping or doing whatever, then, um, you know, content is always going out without me doing anything. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I have a hard to... time with that. Like that is something I need to learn, but it doesn't feel like authentic to me. Like when I, and I have a hard time posting anywhere other than the group, like, cause I have the page and I have the Instagram account. But anytime I post on there, I feel like I'm like a robot. Like I'm like, oh, let me just put a quote or put this or whatever. But in the group, I feel like I'm just posting exactly what I'm thinking at exactly the moment I'm thinking it. So it's hard for me to like. Yeah, well, you, you do need a balance. That's a good point. And that's yeah. why like in my side hustle group, I, I wrestle with that too, because I put a lot of content going there. 
But then I also say, well, I also have to be present and kind of post regular human type, you know, post of like, you know, hey, what's going on or that sort of thing. Uh, but I think it really depends. If you're talking a merch public page, then it's not going to seem unhuman. Um, yeah. You know, because you're you're typically not you're only associating with that brand. Like if you go to Life is Good, uh, Salt Life, and all those big T-shirt brands, they also have like a movement, a big you know uh, to do about their shirts, right? But if you go on their page, same thing. They have a lot of cool content on there, um, but there's not really a face uh, to the to the brand on there. Mm -hmm. um, which that's the other thing I would say is vary up your content. The biggest mistake I see merchers do uh or any e-commerce online is i go to their facebook page and it's like product after product after product after product and yeah. you as a consumer do you want to follow that probably not so yeah. um when people follow a page no matter what kind of products they're selling they're following the other content they're following a movement they want to be around like-minded individuals and then the products are mixed in so my mix is the 80 20. so about 80 percent of the content has absolutely nothing to do with my products um the other 20 percent is shirts mugs affiliate products drop shipping i, I mix in everything okay so melissa is asking you what kind of content do you post on your social media so you kind of just said it but um like i guess you just are very niche specific and things that that niche would like yeah so i'm niche specific down to like an audience. And um, the nice thing is there's still various amounts of topics that that audience likes. Okay. So I can vary it up. But to answer that question, uh, types of content and in, in the beginning of a page, stay away from links, they get an awful reach. Uh, oh. Facebook wants to keep people on your page. So you want to share uh, memes, photos, quotes, um, things like that that are highly shareable because the more shares you get, that's how you get that reach. Interesting. Okay, we got to remember this, Christina. <laughs> yeah, I wondered. You know, I've heard that if you post a lot and your content isn't getting like interaction, then eventually Facebook decides that you know it's not relevant for those users and they just don't see it as often. Yeah. Is there that? Is that true? Yes, it's a hundred percent true. So it's it's the same reason why you also start to see less friends in your feed. Um, you know that you're like, you know, whatever happened to so and so? Well, whatever happened to them is you don't associate with them anymore. You don't like their content. You don't comment on theirs. So then Facebook starts to say, wait a minute, Flav doesn't like Michael Smith anymore. You know, he's not really you know, commenting or anything. And then what they do is they start to phase that out and I don't see Michael Smith in my feed anymore. So if anyone goes on their Facebook right now, I'd be willing to bet um, that the feed is gonna be made up of the people you interact with the most. Yeah. You're, 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 you're not gonna see any friends on there that you haven't liked or commented. Like in, in your... And then I'm like, where's my real friends under here? <laughs> yes, exactly. That's who you're interacting with. <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay, so that's something to kind of keep in mind. So you, you've you struck a good balance somehow with those five posts per day. You know what your audience likes. I know that, you know, I think for, for other people, would you recommend starting with just, you know, like one a day or a couple a week until you start to understand what sort of engagement you get from each post or... Yeah, I, I think it depends on the audience. Uh, that's a great question. Yeah, it depends on the audience. So like if it's like what you guys are doing, merch money or any other entrepreneurship or anything like that, um, I think you have to be careful. And, you know, people don't like spam like that. And it's not, you know, maybe a couple of times a day is fine. Um, one in the like mid morning and then more in the afternoon, depending on your 
you know, audience. Uh, but in my case, it's very lighthearted, a lot of funny memes and things that are highly shareable. They, I mean, they probably would want more than five a day, which I'm not willing to do right now, but you know, four to five a day is what you want to end up going to. But again, it depends on your niche. And okay. where do you get the memes? Do you just share them from someone else's page or do you make them somehow or, or how do you get the content? <laughs> A little bit of both. I, I share them that, you know, are already out there. So kind of like, um, you know, um, finding different memes already out there, but then I also create some as well. Uh, that way I can brand them myself with my brand on there and all that. Um, but the reason why you want all this is, you know, you just want as many people crawling all over your page as possible, you know? So the way I look at it is if I put a meme out there and it gets 300 shares, um, that's 300 times an average of 300 friends, I mean, I don't even know how many of that is, but that's a lot of people that are now seeing that post and now gonna click that like button. So for the longest time, I had like a dollar a day to get new likes on this page in the beginning, like in the first three, four months. And it did give me a lot of likes because the targeting was good. Um, uh -huh. But then after that, I, I stopped it because I said, I'm getting you know so many shares each week. I was getting an average of 150 shares per post that I was like, you know, I'm gonna turn that off. I think I'm getting enough exposure and I was right. Now I'm getting about 600 to 800 likes per week uh, just off those shares. And and more importantly, I'm getting a lot of traffic to the website off those shares. Yeah, I haven't tried any advertising yet for Facebook. It's all been organic. I was wondering, like, for Facebook pages, do they sometimes show it to other people other than just the people that have liked your page? Because I've noticed if I ever do a Facebook Live on the page, which now we've only done, I think we've done twice, maybe three times, um, it's so many more views than I would expect based on how many people like the page. I'm wondering if like, cause we we haven't really done that much with our Facebook page, so there's not that many people that have liked it. Mm -hmm. um, but somehow like over a thousand people will watch it and there's only like 500 people that liked the group. So I'm like, who is seeing this? Yeah, I mean, probably I'm sure. they get shared to other groups or something, so maybe that's it. But I was just wondering if like Facebook will have it show up randomly somewhere. If well, it's like yeah, probably off the shares and the algorithm like that. And that's why if you're not going to do here on, on YouTube and you mm -hmm. guys go live or anybody for that matter, go live from a public Facebook page. That's the best option because when people comment on there, it shows on your feed. So like it might show to John Smith, Flavio commented on merch money. And then they're gonna be like, oh, what the heck is this about? Oh, but if, but if somebody but if somebody goes live in a private group, they're never going to see that because they're not in the group. Yeah. yeah. That's where I have a trouble because I like just being in the group all the time. And it's like I should go on the page more because then new people that aren't in merch money will see it. But for yeah. me, I'm like, oh, I love my merch money people. I just want to be in the group. <laughs> be careful. Yeah, so so groups, groups certainly have their place, but you know, you just gotta be careful with that because like somewhere like here, like YouTube, there's way more benefits than a private group to go live and same thing with a public Facebook page. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the groups have their place. It's more intimate. And and to your point, Helen, that's where I get to be a little bit more intimate with my uh, crowd. So that way there is a face to it is I do have a group linked to my public page. Um, it has about 2,500 people. Mm -hmm. And um, that's where I do like some special giveaways to them, special coupons to them. And they're my, they're my super fans. They, they are yeah. the ones that when I put a new mug out there and stuff, I'll tell them which one do you guys like. And, you know, I get like 30 comments. Oh, I like this one. And then when I put it out, I get some sales off of it because they, right. they, they were part of the process of, you know, deciding our next product, if you will. That's so, awesome. pretty cool. so, so the niche you picked or the audience you picked, is it something that you personally like or did you pick just based on what you thought would sell the best or? 
Um, a little bit of both. Okay. Uh, doing some research, saw that it sells well, but also something I like, yeah. And um, but yeah, the, the group is, has been a very good thing. And, and lately, it's actually being difficult to manage because I'm getting about 70 requests a day. Um, and, you know, I, I know everyone is like, oh, yeah, that's that's a problem. But it is a problem because that's a lot of I'm also collecting emails on the way in and building the email list of the e-commerce platform. How so, do you do that? Because yeah. I'm failing miserably at that because we collect the emails, but I have a hard time, like, actually. That's what I'm saying. Putting them into AWeber, like. So guys, when you get the email, like you're probably not going to get an email because it's so there, hard there, to actually like. There, there are some programs, there are two of them out there. If I'm not mistaken, Nate McAllister actually has one of them uh, where you can purchase, it's like 10 bucks a month or something. And it will take those emails from there and put it over to an Excel sheet. And then you can take that Excel sheet. I and message Chris Green about that because I have yeah. remembered seeing that from Nate McAllister a long yeah. time ago. And I, I like, I know I saved it, but I, I've saved so many things in my saves that it's like buried somewhere. I couldn't find it to save my life. And so yeah. I messaged him about it and he like wrote, sent back a link, but it felt like it was not related at all. And I was like, are you sure? Like, this is what I need it for. And he's like, yeah, this is the right tool. And I'm like, I yeah. don't think it's the right tool. <laughs> yeah, no, you it's, have to help me if so you, that, if you so that's one out. way. Yeah, so that's one way you can do it. I haven't done it yet with that. But the other thing I've been toying with, and we're not going to get into this because it's going to take another hour. Uh, but I I love uh, chatbots. I've been huge on that. The last giveaway I did, I did a giveaway with again two mugs, and everyone had to comment which one is their favorite. And by them commenting, that put them into the contest, but it also puts them on my list. So mm -hmm. I use many chat for it. So right away, they received a message on Facebook right afterwards saying, you know, hey, just confirm that you're in the contest by saying whatever they did, and now they're on my list. They're in the contest, and it just. It builds a list. I think I posted it in my group, but it was like the open rate was like ninety something percent. And I'm yeah. like, you don't you don't get that with email. So yeah. so for everyone you know watching, when you build a brand, get names, you know, because when you launch products and you have sales, just like any other big brand, you want to be able to, you know, send that to them. Yeah. What were you gonna say? I was just gonna say, I always hear people say that about the how the open rate is so much higher. <laughs> and I always wanna say, well, I don't know how to get rid of it without opening it. <laughs> Cause I yeah. always like, I don't know how to, I finally like somebody else posted that and I was like, I'm gonna see if there's a way to delete this without opening it. And I finally figured it out how to do it. Yeah. But with email, it's like, I think we've just all had emails so much longer that it's like, you know how to delete an email without opening it. But with the uh, messenger thing, it's, I don't know. I'm I'm used to opening them without deleting them, and so it. I don't know. I I I can't stand them. So it's hard for me to like get on board with that. Even though I know it's true, like I know it's the best way, and and everybody loves yeah. it. But as a consumer, like I just hate it so much. So <laughs> I feel like I wouldn't want to do that just because it's so annoying to me. Yeah. I don't know if you guys how you feel if you get messages from companies, but. I hate it. Yeah, so it, it all depends how you opted into their funnel or whatever. But yeah, more people yeah. are using the chatbots for that reason. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's definitely worth a try because it is true that it's like it's it's not as many people use chatbots as email, so you're more likely to show up and have interaction and all of that. Um, but all right, so should we get into KDP? Yeah, let's do it. We can still do a whole lot of uh, Facebook, but yeah, different different day, different time. I, know. I, suppose, but so I knew we have way too much to talk to you about today. And this is the second time we've had you on. I'm like, you would think like we would have 
run out of stuff to say by now, but we're scratching the surface on way too many areas and we need to have you back on again. <laughs> but, um, cause we haven't even talked about podcasts. I mean, that's how I started the whole podcast. Like you're big with podcasts and oh, it's so much. So, okay. Um, KDP. So I took the KDP course from you. That's linked in the description. If anybody else wants to take it, um, that's how I found out how to like upload a book and do all the, all, all of that. Um, but then you've like gone way, like expanded from there. Like tell us how you're doing with KDP. Yeah. With, uh, KDP. I mean, I, I know we're at, you know, uh, close to an hour. So I'll, I'll just drop some nuggets if I can, or people have questions. I know, over a little. I'm not in a you know, however we want to do that. But basically with KDP, um, what I've done is, again, I'm big on branding and everything. And in fact, a few of my reviews even complimented like the author page of, you know, they purchased, they saw my selection and liked it and that sort of thing. So I would say, you know, build a brand. I had someone recently uh, shared their link of their, you know, I won't mention their name, but, you know, checked out their books and all that, gave them some critique. And they had everything under one author name, you know, so they literally have tons and tons of books like that. And for the consumer, that's not the best um, experience. So for me, anyway, this is how I do it. I just, and I know some others do as well, but, you know, I build different brands. So if I'm doing this type of book, you know, as an example, if I'm doing wedding um guest books, let's say, then that's going to be one brand. It's going to even have a logo that has an author page. That's where they're all listed. That way I have a good customer experience for those types of books. If I do music books, then they have their own brand, their own logo. And, you know, that way when somebody clicks through, that's what they're going to see. So I keep that nice and tight throughout. So that way I have a good experience. And for me, I think it's been working, you know, because like I said, a few of the reviews on the different types of books complemented that. So, you know, I, I, I think that works. So if you're, if you're kind of all over the place with how you group your books, I would just recommend to group them that way. Um, so you do an author page. Do you connect it to any of your other social media stuff? Like, do you have books that are targeted towards any of your pages or groups or anything? I have one right now. Uh, but that's another good point that we can go way out in the left field about that is that you can build a uh, brand and social media presence website if you wanted to and all kinds of things on, you know, on these books. You know, right now I have a social media page, uh, Facebook page that I've ran some ads and doing, you know, some uh, marketing with that. And it's done well, but, you know, not like the other brand. But then again, that other one has been a little over a year. Um, but with KDP, yeah, I'm, I'm starting to do that and I've had some results, but, um, you know, again, I've only started about, it, it seems like if you already back. had the audience, you could kind of think like, okay, what would this audience want and make a book specifically that you think that they would want That's and true. maybe, um, can you like in your author page, can you put Facebook stuff or, or any link to any of your other stuff or you can't like what, what, I don't even know what are on author pages. What kind of information? Um, yeah, I'd have to say, but I, I think you pretty much can do, um, you can do that. You can also link like a blog feed to there so they can see different oh. things going on. So, you know, content and all that. Oh, I haven't done all that yet, yeah. but but yeah, I normally have, um, well, I can pull up one. I'm going to check out one of mine right now. But yeah, you can definitely put some uh, cool things on there. Do you put stuff on the back of the book or inside the book or anything about the author or about like your group or your website or any information about you where they can find you? Um, on the back of the books, uh, depending which type of book I'm doing, which brand that is, then yeah, the logo goes on the back. 
Okay. Um, kind of like in the bottom left, I believe, of all my covers, it has it there. Cool. Have yeah. you found that that has helped you get, like, are, are you starting to get people that will come back to your brand and get another thing from your brand? Or uh, you think it's probably not, not um, happening yet? Or? I don't know. It's, it's hard to tell yeah. with Amazon. It's hard but to I mean, tell with building these kind of things <laughs> if, that's, if that's worth it to take the extra effort to do that or if it's not. I feel yeah. like it would be worth it if you have a brand elsewhere like if you already have this group that loves your stuff like i feel like a kdp book would be perfect to add into the mix yeah i also think that with that little logo on the back you know it's it's like anything else if somebody has like a journal or music book or something that they like and you know their buddy is over and they're like oh that's a pretty cool book you know what'd you get him like I, I don't know amazon but if there's that little logo on there they can be like i don't know it's amazon but it's called abc books check it out you know and then, yeah. then at least they can search that and i'm hoping that they can find me now is that going to happen a lot no but if it happens a few times a year i'm, I'm fine with that yeah. you know so and it might just I'm make your fine. book stand out and look more professional than other people's that are listed Yes. And then that I can't, yeah, exactly. You can't even quantify that, but that might be the case too. You know, that might bring up my book along with another one and, and maybe that's a difference maker for them. Mm -hmm. Cool. Yeah. Well, I know you love KDP. Like you love KDP to the point where you're like not doing as much with merch, right? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So tell us what, what, like, what have you found? Like what, what is making you really like KDP? What are you finding that's successful? Yeah, with KDP, I like that there's, you know, so many different um, possibilities, you know, when, when all alternatives, you know, so on merch, yes, they have a lot of new products out there now. But at the end of the day, it's just it's a few different types of shirts uh, besides a pop socket. So with with KDP, you know, if I have a cover of a, you know, the most popular merch example, a pug or a dab and unicorn, you know, I can make that so many different types of things. You know, I mean, Book Bolt just dropped a big bomb on us and put like 50 interiors on there. So yeah. I, can, I can literally have 50 different types of books with that in niches. So have you then, found, sorry, yeah, sorry, I'm interrupting. Um, Have you found if you do that, does it get, is that like a problem? Does it get su suppressed or is it like uh, look spammy or does Amazon do a good job of like showing certain types of, interiors like do they does amazon search spread it out or or do you feel I, like they all show up at once yeah i don't know i don't do that i was just saying mm -hmm. that as an example that like i have 50 possibilities it doesn't mean i'm going to put that unicorn on all 50 of them okay. um but in other words in, in terms of saturation you know you hear a lot of people talk about merch that you know there's a lot of people it's saturated and there's only so many shirts now before the multi-uploader um you know one side of me says well at least if you maybe try to specialize in hoodies or the other types, then maybe you can, you know, set yourself apart that way. But ever since they did the multi-uploader, then that means that everyone is going from standard to all the other ones. And within time, those other shirts will have as many uploads too. Whereas mm -hmm. with KDP, if you choose to focus on, you know, that wedding guest book we we're talking about, maybe mm -hmm. other people are not, maybe that's not even on somebody else's radar. They're doing something completely different. So oh, I see what you're, do you like, yeah. you can, the dabbing unicorn, you can focus it on some kind of specialized log book or something yeah. instead of like just a line notebook like everybody else. Yeah. So. Which, you know, which I do think that going forward, and I know, you know, many people have talked about that is that the line journals is kind of like your gateway drug and entry yeah. to KDP. 
but I think long term, yeah, you have to focus on doing some other different types, maybe yeah. some lower content books, uh, things like that, prompts and, and things that maybe are not going to be as easy to, to do. I but think I think your line journals are easy. So interesting is just everybody's perspective, because I would say you're the, the way you just described that, like 99% of people think like that. And then there's me that I'm like, yeah. I don't think like that at all. Like to me, I'm like, it's so much harder to figure out what they want because there's so many ways you could go wrong. Like everybody else is thinking of it in the positive way. Like, oh, there's so many ways you can differentiate yourself. I'm like, there's so many ways where you don't know what happened, why it didn't sell. Did it not sell yeah. because of the interior? Did it not sell because of the niche? Did it not sell because of the keywords? Did yeah. it not sell because of the design? Like for me, I'm like, I literally have no idea. Yeah, and if it does sell, I also have no idea. Like I have yeah. no idea why it didn't sell and I have no idea why it did sell. So for me, it's too many variables where I'm like, I literally am lost. Yeah. So well, for you're, me, you're, it's like you're right. It's difficult to manage the variables, but then it can help you in terms of competition. So it helps it in one side, it hurts in the other. There's no way to manage the variables because it's so infinite. So to me, it's like so random. I can't figure out what works and doesn't work. But yeah. with merch, it's like there's only a few variables. So it's pretty easy to figure out what you're doing right and wrong. Um, where I'm sure eventually I can figure out what I'm doing right and wrong with KDP, but I'm at a stage where I have no clue what is working and what is not working. Like it's just literally feels like I'm it's random. Like I can't figure out what interiors are good, what covers are good, because if it sells, it's like, well, how, what made it? Like I have no idea what yeah. made it sell. Yeah, and like anything else, simple does sell. You know, um, you know, like I said, Scott and I, we we talk all the time, and he had done KDP a while back, and he just went nuts and put a bunch of like line journals up there, but then he didn't do anything for a long time, and now mm -hmm. I think he's doing some more with it. But for the longest time, I would check in each month, and he's like, "Yep, made six, seven hundred bucks this month. Yep, did that." And I'm like, "Wow, you're yeah. not even doing anything." And this is before I started doing KDP, and I was like, "I really got to jump in." I mean, you're doing this, and you're you're not even paying attention to it, you know, and. Yeah. So I say that, but yeah, simple does sell. In his case, he's a good designer, so he's—I'm sure he's got some good graphics and the simple line journals. They're—they're they're selling still. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think I just need to not worry about like, like just put it up there and eventually, eventually, some will sell. Like I'll figure it out eventually. Yeah. But for right now, I'm like, I, 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 like you know how people say spaghetti at the wall. Like to me, KDP feels like infinite spaghetti because I just can't figure out like. It is overwhelming, yeah. It's just uh, too many variables for me. Yeah, I think the best way to do it is to, is to batch. If you do end up doing different types of um, products, like for me, I'll batch like, you know, 20 that I'm going to upload today and tomorrow of this type of book or this niche. And then, then, you know, after that, I do another 15 to 20 of something else. But that way can kind of keep me sort of like, I guess, scaling on merch or doing one yeah. you know, specific topic. That way you can easily do, you know, recycle some of the bullet points and keywords. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. And I think another thing that people find that they don't like about merch is that there's the tiers so that they feel limited. For me, it's like, I love the tiers because it feels like it helps protect like too much, just so like getting so saturated. Like with KDP, it's like, there's nothing to stop the mass amounts of uploads. So it yeah. feels like, it feels like I can kind of keep some kind of hold because I can put up you know, right now I'm only at 8,000, but it should be 10,000 soon. So I have at least the 10,000 slots, whereas somebody knew maybe they only have 100 or whatever. But with KDP, it's just so wide open that I feel yeah. like there's not really any. Um, like it's the Wild West. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, so I, 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 I guess I, 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 try, like, I definitely try for quality. This is where my negativity comes in. Like everybody thinks I'm such a positive person, but I'm naturally a negative person. Like I've learned how to be positive, but my natural state is negative. <laughs> so yeah. it's like with this, I'm just like, oh my God. Like it just feels so overwhelming. Yeah. And like, I can't figure out uh, how to how to even like start with KDP. Yeah, I think... Uh... You know, like you said, throw some of that spaghetti, but you know, with good, good quality and good research. <laughs> and Laura, and my autobiography, Infinite Spaghetti, my love hate relationship with KDP. I love it. <laughs> yeah, that's that's perfect. <laughs> that's really good. Oh my god! And see, I I uh, when I first started with merch, I also was feeling exactly like how I'm feeling right now, but it was. Um, I just went ahead with the spaghetti method in the beginning. And what's good is now that I know more and I don't have to go that path as much, I also have the results of all of that. So I can look at what stuck and now I can expand that onto all the other products or go down those rabbit holes of what worked. So I've already gone through the year or whatever of, of spaghetti. So I don't have to do the spaghetti method anymore for merch. <laughs> like merch, I understand yeah. what's working because I have the data. With KDP, it's like, I thought yeah. I had the data because I have the merch data, but so far I have not been able to take the merch data and have it work on KDP. If the so far there's no correlation, so mm -hmm. I. Um, I think one thing that helps, a couple other tips that I think worked for me that I'll throw out there is um, in the beginning, my first hundred listings or so, I just utilized some of my merch graphics. And I know that's popular to do, but honestly, a lot of those did not sell. Uh, yeah. And I was like a little discouraged and I'm like, they're just not selling, what's this KDP hype? And yeah. then after that, I, I got a designer um, and I had her start to design specifically for books mm -hmm. because I can, I've taught myself a little bit of design, but I'm not great by any means. So I didn't yeah. really have that eye to make it specific to a book. So once I had this designer start to do a lot of books for me, um, you know, at that point I kind of learned how to do it. So now I have her more on a part-time basis and I don't always have her doing books, but now I already know how to do it, what I'm looking for and how to make these that are geared towards a book. And they all sell very, very well um, when they're geared towards a book and not just a graphic in the middle of the page that says journal on it, you know? So when, you know, in other words, patterns work very well and other things like that, you know, just things that are meant to, it looks like a book, you know? So um, those work the best. So I'd recommend that even if you don't have a budget to have a designer doing these covers for you, Get someone, even if it's for like a month, you know, get someone to get a bunch of covers for you. And I mean, I, I do $9 an hour uh, for, for my designers. So it's like a no brainer. And we get 12 to 15 covers per hour, uh, but they're specific to books. So to me, that's what's worked. The majority of my sales all come from those. Actually, all of them really now Yeah. Come from all those. Yep. So yeah. Well, and I think that's where I'm like, okay, well, it's different. Like a book is different than a shirt. So it doesn't feel as much like it's connected. Like I kind of was like, oh, this is like similar. So I don't, I'm thinking uh, it's a similar type business. But when it's like, okay, well, we're designing book covers, not t-shirts. It feels like now it's two separate businesses. So it feels like I have to think differently for each one. Yeah. And I don't want to think differently. Like I want to stay focused. <laughs> well, I, I think it depends. Yeah. I think I see somebody in the chat saying that they're, you know, doing a great job of uh, selling their merch graphics, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, also uh, Scott, who I was talking about before, who hasn't done much with KDP, he is now, but in the past he wasn't. He started off with 
his however many designs he put uh -huh. up was just merch graphics and they were selling. So yeah. kind of goes against what I'm saying, but I'm just saying for me personally, once I started doing the research think, and yeah, covers, yeah, specific to books, I've just done very well with it. Yeah. I think I just haven't put up enough yet. I, I think I'll experiment with, um, I, I experienced, we were doing the 21 day challenge. We're still, we got a couple days left. So I've been experimenting with different things. So I did patterns. I did um, specific, like a book. Like I tried to make it look like a book. Wow. Um, and then I tried just doing the merch shirt idea. If it like, it didn't look really like a shirt. Like it, I mean, it was a kind of graphic that seemed like it would work on a notebook. Um, and so far, none of them have really worked. So, like, okay, I gotta yeah. figure out something. I, I, it's not a lot yet. I kind of was trying to take my time and like and focus and. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. But most people, guys, don't listen to anything I'm saying. Listen to Flab and everybody else because most people ha are way more successful on KDP than merch. So it's a huge opportunity. Um, yeah. I don't know. Do you want to open it up for any questions at all on uh, on KDP? There was a question earlier um, on KDP. It says, uh, it's from Teresa. Um, she says, I want to make a planner for myself with my business name on the cover. Is there a way for me to publish and then unpublish it from KDP? Or is there an option for a private link like in Merch? Yeah, I, I believe there is. I believe you can, um, when you're done publishing it, you well yeah she can unpublish it but i believe there's an option to just sell it privately if i'm not mistaken um if not i know barnes and noble for sure can do just a private link which um mm -hmm. in my course i go over how to publish over to barnes and noble as well but barnes and noble uh pretty easy the dimensions work the same and so that might be her best bet upload it to barnes and noble um and instead it says actually as soon as you start the upload process it says sell public or you know private and then just she can just put down that it's private just for her to purchase. Okay, fantastic. Cool. I know with with KDP for me, I, I'm a little bit like Helen, but I think for me, since I used to do a lot of training and develop content and things like that, like as I'm starting to do more with KDP, I'm finding that like interiors are where I'm really like focus like oh mm. you know what if what if we do this what if it's like sort of a manager's um uh, you know guide for their employees for setting goals or something yeah. like that you know so maybe that would help helen you know think back to your days as a manager yeah I know that you were paperless but if you weren't <laughs> paperless i say so much stuff and i forget i'm like how does everybody know this about me yeah, <laughs> because I think you said that's one of the reasons why you personally don't buy books. Yeah, so maybe other people are not. It's so funny how much stuff I say about myself that I like it just comes out and I don't even pay attention. And later people know, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I say way too much stuff. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, no, that, that's a great point. The interiors is what's going to set people apart going forward as well. Like I was talking about, and and that way, if everyone comes to the table with the regular line journals, but yet somebody else has one like you said, that's very niche down to, you know, maybe a, a call center or maybe a bank and it has, you know, financial goals in it or something like that. Uh, something they can even give to customers or something. That's how you can get the bulk orders too. Um, you know, the bulk orders help a lot. You know, one of my niches, I get bulk orders all the time from it because of that niche of what it is. So those help because I might have a bad day and then the next day I have like 24 of one book being ordered or something like that. So that really helps a lot. And that that's a great idea. Wow, that's awesome. 
That's a very good idea. I'm gonna have to write that down. <laughs> You're like, I'm giving myself ideas. On that. <laughs> That's right. Good. So well, any other questions at all does, that anybody has? And also don't I think forget. everybody's just enjoying all your tips and everything that you're saying. Yeah. Um, They're probably feverishly writing notes. Yeah. <laughs> and while everyone's doing that, don't forget, subscribe if you haven't already to this awesome channel that puts out this show every week. Hit the thumbs up. Give them some love. You know, it's, Yay, it's, not, easy. You, it's not easy to show up every week and do all this. You know, I know that firsthand. It's, it's hard. And you guys are here every week doing it. So definitely awesome. Well, thank, Aww, thank we you. But our guests always remember. So it's kind of like a cool thing now, like that our guests are always telling people to like and support. Yes. <laughs> thank you so much for that. Like if it wasn't for the audience, it's like there's no way we could do this because there's so much that I'm just not naturally like, like I said, like how I just love being in the group. Like everything I do, it's just like I love it. I'm not thinking about like, oh, I need to get subscribers and share and like and do the right keywords. I'm just like, oh, I want to talk about merch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, definitely. But, but yeah, KDP, all this stuff. I mean, if people have um, questions on it, let me know. At this point, I think most people who have, you know, going to dive into KDP have. But if not, like Helen said, she does have the link in there to my course. And, you know, there's other options out there. But my course is definitely designed to get you from knowing nothing about KDP, not even having an account to having books up and everything like that. So, you know, and, and I put a discount in there specifically for Merch Money for this week. So, um, yeah, so definitely if anybody gets that and if you have questions afterwards, let Helen know, let myself know, yeah. I'll be, be glad to help. We do have one more question if you have time. I know we're over the nine mm -hmm. o'clock hour. Um, we've got Teresa that did say, um, she said, since mobile customers can't see the interiors, um, should you concentrate on putting more info about the interiors on the cover or in the description somehow? You know, have you found a way to, to you know, bridge that gap? Yeah, depending on the niche, if you can do it on the cover, have some sort of like, you know, image display or anything like that, it works. But for the most part, yes, I do the, uh, descriptions, I make sure I'm very descriptive as to what's inside of there. Uh, you know, because I wondered that for a long time too, is that when some of my books were going live, this is going back to when they were taking a while to show that light, you know, look inside. And I'm like, well, how the heck are people going to buy if they, they can't even look inside yet? And, but I was getting a bunch of sales. I would, I would put books up and then within three days they're selling and I go to the listing and there's not even a look inside yet. And I'm like, you know, somebody bought it without looking inside. I'm like, they're, I mean, they're better than I am because I wouldn't have done that. And they probably read the description because I'm just very descriptive, the size of it, how many pages, what it's for, practical uses, you know, so I, I make sure to put all that in there and even describe what it looks like. You know, if there's something watermarked to the, you know, bottom right, I put that down. If there's like a duck to the bottom right, I'll put that, you know, so that way they know exactly what they're getting. Okay. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, um, I, as I was saying, if anybody joined late, my nieces were here earlier and they're they're still here. So I was a little dis discombobulated getting the show ready. So I, I'm not sure if I remembered to put the links in there or not, but de I will add them if I forgot. So we definitely um, follow Flav. Um, your, what's your is side business? Uh, Sidebusinesslaunch.com. So. Did you guys freeze? Oh. Hello? Maybe Helen, can you hear oh. me? 
Oh, Helen's just like frozen in time. <laughs> frozen think, thinking. <laughs> and of course, if she froze, we're probably, uh, no, it's still going. I'm surprised. Oh, there she goes. Oh, wait. Yeah, uh, are we still there? You, you were like yeah. frozen, like the thinking statue. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I hate it when you like don't know how you look when you're frozen. I was about yeah. to just end it because I'm like, oh, well, it's perfect time to end anyway. Uh, <laughs> I think I must have lost internet for a second or something. I don't know what happened. But um, all right. Well, was there any last thing you wanted to say before we end this? No, that's it. Any questions, let me know. But, you know, I, I can't stress enough. Build a brand, put the work in. I think everybody knows that through merch with the uploads. But uh, be consistent if you are trying to build a brand on Facebook or social media. Otherwise, it's it's not going to build momentum. And if you have questions, I'm always in the group. Um, either one of my profiles will work. Uh, just, you know, let me know. Send me a message if you have questions. Absolutely. Great. Well, thank you so much for being on the show again, Flav. We really appreciate it. Yeah, you got it. Thanks for having me. And guys, if you guys like the podcast instead of YouTube, listen to our podcast, Merge Money Podcast, and Flav's podcast. Flav's the one who uh, inspired us to start the podcast. Yeah, so. and we will get. I noticed the links aren't there, but we will get those added for you, so you can uh, check out Flav's uh, Flav's podcast. So, yep. All right, All thanks, right, cool. guys. Thanks. Have a good night. Awesome. All right. Thank Goodbye, you, everyone.